and we're recording live here with Zach Johnson from Louisiana. I forget what town you said. Uh, Winsboro. Yeah, little town. How far is that from New Orleans? Uh, a ways, about four and a half hours. Yeah, northeast corner. Um, so everybody asks that question. <laughs> yeah, you have a very distinct accent. Yeah, yeah. So I saw Zach, we've never met, and I saw you posting on Instagram, and you were down over 100 pounds. Yeah, as of, um, as of the day I posted that, I was down uh, 125 pounds total, um, which is pretty exciting for me. Um, through a combination of things, uh, including CrossFit and On Your Eating, so... Well, what was cool is, you know, you posted that, and we get tagged in a lot of stuff, and I'm like, all right, they may have seen something. So I reached out to you, and you're like, no, I've been doing your program. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm a member. I, you were on the CrossFit podcast. Correct. Back in March of this year. And um, I heard you on there, uh, bought your book, and, uh, and ended up signing up as a member. And, but I started uh, following the program then that day. So you obviously had lost some weight prior to then, but yeah, um, I'd lost about 60 pounds, um, since May of the previous year on whole 30, uh, which is supposed to be 30 days. And then it ended up, I stuck with it a long time. The problem was, uh, about November of 17, I hit a plateau and, um, so for four months between November and March, like I didn't, I didn't lose a pound. Um, and then switched to own your eating in March of, uh, of 18. And I've lost a, another 65 pounds since then. So That's pretty cool. So I mean, nothing against Whole30. I've known Melissa, the founder for a very long time. And I think there's a lot of great reasons to do it. But as you realized, you know, A, it's challenging to do for a long period of time. Right. And B, at some point you might plateau. Yeah, so that was the biggest thing is that um, it's so restrictive. And I needed that at one time. But um, it became like I was carb phobic. So just at some point it became where I was like so fat heavy and carb low that like I wasn't performing well in the gym. You know, I started CrossFit at 360 pounds. I mean, that was my highest weight. That's when I started Whole30. And um, I had lo I lost about 60 pounds, but I mean, it just, for months and months, I just, my performance went down. And um, you know, what you said on the CrossFit podcast made a lot of sense to me. And um, so, yeah, my gym performance is way better, actually. I've, I've got uh, my first competition lined up in november so i'm pretty excited about that what box do you go to uh crossfit winsboro which CrossFit is here in winsboro louisiana yeah so i mean that's really awesome tell me about what it was like making that transition we get a lot of people that are super strict and like you said carb phobic what was it like making that transition from that i can't eat carbs carbs are bad for me to our mindset of no carbs aren't bad. The right amount of carbs is okay. It was a challenge. And, um, the, at first, um, it was really a struggle. Um, it was, a, a, it was good in a way because I missed carbs really bad. Um, uh, 
but once I was able to kind of get in line with, I mean, um, you know, for my macros, I get right about 200 grams of carbs a day. I was probably getting, getting 30 to 50 maybe before. So it's a, it's a big increase, but I mean, almost immediately within, within a week or two, I realized uh, my endurance in the gym was way better. Um, seen a lot of gains. The, the really interesting thing, I think, from my perspective is that I've continued to lose weight, so I've lost about 65 more pounds, but I haven't sacrificed any strength. Um, so I've been able to maintain. I haven't, there's been times where it's been slow gaining strength, but I haven't maintained, uh, I haven't lost any any strength or muscle, muscle mass, uh, which is a, a huge bonus for me, so. So you went, you, you know, you basically quadrupled your carbs. You felt an improvement in the box, which, you know, imagine that you need carbohydrates for athletic performance. What was, what was your first meal or what were your first carbohydrates that you were like, okay, I heard this guy on the podcast. I'm trusting him. I'm going to do this. Oh man. I wish it was something exciting, but, uh, it was actually, uh, overnight oats. Hey, but it probably tasted amazing after no carbs yet. Yeah, it was so good. I was like, because um, my biggest struggle, I have to be at work pretty early. I'm a really early riser. And my biggest struggle was always trying to put together some kind of breakfast. Um, and so I was like, all right, I'm going to kind of set myself up now that, the, you know, the, the doors are open a little bit to try some new things. And uh, I still eat really clean. Um, actually, when I signed up for the program, um, I did the 80-20 uh, sort of meal plan. So I'm still pretty much a clean eater because that's really ingrained in there. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of, oh man, so much of it's getting your head right, you know, at the end of the day. So I have a lot of stuff still that I'm figuring out. Um, but anyway, so I still, I still kind of stay away from a lot of processed foods and boxed things. And, um, but it, it's really nice to have some flexibility. And uh, that's the thing I felt like I missed out on a lot before was there was no spontaneity to a night out or, you know, everything had to be so structured around, was I going to have the right kind of food available to me at all times? And uh, the flexibility has been a huge, a huge Yeah, you know, something positive about the Whole30 is it is black and white. So you can look at food and be like, I can or can't eat that. But by that same token, it's very restrictive where – you know, you right. can be out somewhere, and if it's only foods you can't eat on this, what are you going to do? Right, and really for, so for just a personal thing that, I mean, a, a lot of people may not relate to, but it, it made a huge impact in my deal was um, my daughter. So I started uh, with On Your Eating in March, and then in April, my daughter was actually admitted to the hospital with um, pretty serious illness. She was in the PICU for about three weeks, and there were not obviously in a hospital setting, I lived there for three weeks. There are no real whole 30. I mean, that stuff's not available. And luckily things work out right. You know, I had transitioned and I was able to actually follow an eating plan uh, with on your eating throughout that and, and able to lose weight or maintain in a really stressful situation. Whereas before uh, I'm a, I'm a little bit of an emotional eater. And if I had strayed from, that whole 30 because it was impossible to do in that situation, it would have been over. And I probably would have came out of that three weeks, 10 pounds heavier. 
Um, so for me personally, that that's the, a huge add to my life, you know. No, that's really awesome. And I think that's a big asset to what we do in the sense that you're right. Like that time period could have been basically a complete opportunity to go back to where you were. And instead, a stressful time doesn't have to mean your diet is off the rails. Right. I mean, and even a little bit of leeway or flexibility, which is exactly, I'm sure every day for those three weeks weren't perfect. Right. But it's better than what you would have done if you were just like, whatever, I can't eat good, so I'm going to just eat all the junk food. Yeah, everything from the vending machine. So now that you've been on it, have you enjoyed any type of food that you would have typically deprived yourself of? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, I was at an event not that long ago, and um, so cheesecake is like my sin food. It's, I'm so weak when it comes to that. Uh, I can pass so many sweets. But anyway, I was able to like rationalize, you know, like I could have a piece and instead of it being like an all or nothing, no break situation, I'm like, all right, I'm going to make this fit in my macros. It's a little bit of reward for me, uh, structure the rest of my day around it. So that was pretty nice. Uh, I try not to do that too much, but every once in a while. So. But it's nice to know that when you want to, you can. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the thing is the, uh, the freedom to make good choices, you know, is a huge component for me of this, this program. So. so when you were 125 pounds heavier, what were you doing? Man, you know, I, I ask myself that question a lot. I don't think, um, I don't think it's a quantity. Well, that's probably wrong. It's gotta be a quantity issue, you know, like a, like a, a family size bag of Doritos is not a snack size bag, but um, you know, I think a lot of it, a lot of it is quality. And then I was probably extremely, um, I was then extremely carb heavy, very processed, you know, fast food a lot, um, quick and easy. I mean, we had young kids and um, I've always been, um, you know, I'm six, I'm six foot tall. I'm not, I'm not a huge tall guy, but I've kind of got a large frame. And so I've always been like a, I don't know what, uh, a lot of people like we're from the country. So corn fed or whatever, you know, like I've always been kind of a, a bigger guy and it's easy to, um, you know, as you get older, I'm 34. So it's like turning that corner when you should be focusing on things and, and you eat the same way. And it just, it's easy to get out of control. And, um, you know, I have, um, the biggest thing, for me is I got on uh, I got on antidepressants so I struggle a little bit um, with some anxiety and, and depression and not that antidepressants are bad I'm not I would never tell anybody not to take them if you need them for sure but um, you know I think that it's like something about that process really sort of took the brakes off for me um, and so throughout this transition, you know, I've been able to, um, to get off of that and, uh, really use, I use CrossFit for antidepressant now for the most part, you know. That's awesome to hear that. I mean, you can use exercise, you know, for not just physical strength, but mental strength as well. Right. Yeah, for sure. So what was that moment for you when you said, all right, I need to make a change? 
So, I mean, it's the, it's the cliche, I guess, but uh, I was, so for 2016, 2017, I was president of our local chamber of commerce. And um, actually we, we had an induction ceremony and the newspaper printed photos. And it's one of those things where it's like when you, when you only take pictures of yourself from the shoulders up and uh, you know, you kind of, you can rationalize anything in your own mind really, but seeing that full body like photo on the front page of the newspaper, it just really impacted me that that isn't like, I didn't recognize that as myself. And uh, knowing that, you know, 10,000 other people were seeing that same photo was kind of had a, it was a bad day. <laughs> It was a pretty bad day. So it was like this great day, but at the same time, in your mind, it's this terrible day because. Yeah, and it and it made me realize that I, I allowed, that I allowed my weight, and physical appearance to really inhibit me from a lot of opportunities. I mean, 125 pounds ago, I would never have talked to somebody, on you know this way. I mean, I'm I'm trying not to fan out too much because I follow you guys all the time. But anyway. Uh, you know, I never would have done that. And, and I, I realized that I was allowing, I was hiding a lot of things that were going on up here behind that weight and really allowing it to inhibit my life in a lot of ways. I mean, I'm a fairly successful person. I've never um, not um, been ambitious and tried to achieve, but just on a, on a personal level, you know, I really felt like, uh, felt like it impacted my life in a negative way. And that was just sort of the like wake up, wake up call you know so obviously you've probably had tons of moments inside the gym things that you weren't able to do from an air squat to you know types of pull-ups what we don't have to go into what's that no go ahead well well give me something give me something in the gym first let's start there what are some like what was when you first worked walked into crossfit was that right away as well was that like i'm making this change i'm joining crossfit winsboro so, uh, yeah, essentially, I mean, I, um, the owner of our affiliate uh, is actually a, a friend of mine. Her husband works with, uh, works with me, actually my boss, but anyway. Uh, so I actually had done some workouts with her from before she had a box. I mean, she started CrossFit Winsboro at the park here. And um, back in those days, like I got into paleo and I'd lost some weight, so I started doing some of that. But as I gained weight, I wouldn't go to the gym because I felt, um, even though it's totally not what our box is, and uh, but I, I felt insecure, and I felt like there's this 350 plus pound dude over here trying to do this, and you know every once in a while like they'll video something in the gym, and I'd see. So so I had done CrossFit before back in like 13, and uh, I knew that was going to be part of it. I knew when I decided. I mean I, I had never you know I was the guy at home like some guys are at home watching football games and dreaming about the day they're going to be doing football. And I'm watching the CrossFit games with my gallon of ice cream, like nerding out about Matt Frazier. Uh, anyway, so I knew that'd be part of it. And, and it was a challenge. I mean, um, I've always been, uh, I would never have in my life, in my previous life, I guess, called myself athletic, but I have, um, I have the ability to learn the movements, you know, and I, and I can move well. And, uh, but still, I mean, going and doing a medicine ball clean and wanting to cry or looking at a box jump and thinking there is no way that I'm hoisting myself up 
on this box and realizing that I'm a guy in my early 30s doing a step up onto a plate. You know what I mean? Yep. And so that that's also been a driver for me. So we're there. Now, that's awesome stuff in the gym. Have you accomplished anything outside of the gym that in the past, like, you were like, I, you've resigned yourself to, I'm this heavy guy and I can't do that anymore? I mean, you know, just the probably normal weird stuff that nobody thinks about. I mean, I can go in American Eagle and buy jeans. You know what I mean? That may not seem like a big deal to a lot of people, but it was it was actually a pretty emotional moment for me because I got to a point where it's like, um, you know, I had to order online because they didn't carry, my, you know, my size in the store. And um, which, I mean, I never was like, I never got into crazy huge sizes because of the way I carry weight, but it was still big enough that, you know, I'm in a 34 now, which I was in a 44 a year ago. You know what I mean? Which is nuts. And um, to me now to look back. And so like those kind of things were, were exciting, exciting moments that probably don't mean a lot to a lot of people, but they mean something to you if you're the person that feels normal. I just felt like I didn't fit in the world. Hey, no, I think a lot of people, you know, yeah, I can't uh, empathize or sympathize with a 44, but I know when I was a 34 and I felt like, all right, this is big. You know, I think everybody has that moment, whether it's women, you know, they get to that 12 or 16 and you took it to the next level, certainly, but you also, you know, now you brought it down to a, a 34. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, and what's been the impact on your family? Um, it's been pretty big, actually. I think, um, you know, now my, uh, my wife and my daughter, I have my oldest daughter is, uh, is 15. So we actually all CrossFit together. I mean, like they're all, they're all in the gym with me. Um, I do all of our food prep. So everybody's kind of eating with me and, um, you know, it's, um, uh, it's been really positive. It's been good. Uh, it's, we instilled some bad habits, I think in our kids before. So it's been a really good, um, good process to turn that around. That's awesome. 15, you got started pretty young. Yeah, so we were in college, and you know how uh, you know how these things happen. I don't know. If I, <laughs> we actually have three kids. I always tell people I don't know if I'm a slow learner or overachiever, but anyway, three kids, and from 15 to what? Uh, 11. Okay, so you you kept it going after college. Yeah, I mean we got married and all that stuff, and just did the normal. I know it's for here. It's not abnormal, which I don't know what that says about our our good Southern culture, but anyway. I agree. For, for there, it's pretty pretty typical. Um, so, you, prior to that, I mean, at what point were you resigned to being the big guy? Like, was that something you had your entire life, or did that happen in college? Like, for me, college was a period where I gained weight. What was it like for you? Like, when, how long have you been overweight? So, I mean, really, essentially, probably my, I mean, my entire life. Um, from high school uh you know it kind of happened in junior high and then it was just always fluctuations like I was always the short guy and then I put on weight and then I grew a lot and slimmed down and then you know it just always happened like that I mean in high school I thought I was 
pretty fat and I look back now and I'm like, dang, you were just like uh, just a couple of, uh, you know, just a couple of <laughs> ab workouts away from not being too bad. So anyway, um, but really after, I mean, after we got pregnant and had our oldest daughter and then, um, you know, I had to go to work and we, we made those kind of changes and it just, it just starts you on this, on this kind of road of, um, you know, everything's, everything's just about getting to the next day. And, uh, and that's really when it started probably my, uh, early twenties. So I mean, your father married three kids, you know, real job. A lot of people tell us like, Hey, I just don't have the time for this. What, what would you say, you know, what would be your response? A buddy of yours is like, I don't have the time to do that, Zach. And then B, you know, how much time do you think it takes you on a daily basis? Right. So I actually have had this a little bit because we've done a couple of, um, nothing heavy, but just like discussions in the box about macros and, and getting people going on that kind of stuff. And so the deal is, I think you have time for what you want to have time for. So it's a priority issue. I mean, not to not to downplay anybody's busyness, but you know, I work a full time job. I manage a business, um, fifty hours a week. I'm in the I'm in the gym five hours a week. I have a wife and three kids who are really active. I'm on three different boards around town. So busy is like is my thing, and I, I and I like to be busy. Um, so. And I'm actually uh, in college trying to finish my bachelor's degree at this moment. So, I mean, busy, busy is a, is a real thing. And I think it's just an excuse. Um, I'm, I, I suck at meal prep. I'm not going to lie about that. I mean, um, I tell people all the time, if you can prep several days in advance, I do mine a couple of days in advance. I can't think too much longer than that, but uh, it's really about how bad you want it. And, and I think at some point you get uncomfortable enough, you make a change. Um, it, it's everybody just wants everything to be easy and it's not, I'm, I mean, it's not easy. I'm not going to say it is. Um, but you know, the first, the beginning is always the worst. Once you get, once you get used to it, you just roll with it and we're creatures of habit. So, I mean, I eat like the same 10 foods over and over again. I think most people do that whether they realize it or not. And once you get past that new, I mean, I'm, I promise you whole 30 was way harder than this. This is, this is easy to acclimate into your everyday life. Um, so with that being said, how much time do you think it takes you every day? If you had to put a number on it. Oh, if I had to put a number on it now, I mean, it probably takes me, uh, it's not that long. I mean, it's, if you take out like actual time of food preparation, you know, less than, less than 30 minutes a day, I mean, 15 or 20 minutes. And I'm, I'm pretty much deciding for the day, so I, I make my plan for the day. I'm like, this is what I'm going to eat. And then I just follow my fitness pal at the appropriate times and, and eat. You know, it's, it's really, it's so not complicated. I agree. People want it to be complicated, but it's really not. It's yeah, really they want to have an excuse not to do it. I think so. I did, you know. So I think so, but it's, it's really not. All right, so you're 125 pounds down. Do you still want to lose more weight? Yeah, so I'm about, uh, well, it's become less about a number uh, and more about some other fitness goals that I have. I mean, a, 
essentially, probably if I had to pick a number, I want to lose about 25 more pounds for my frame. I think, I think rocking around 200 is where, where I'll need to be. And for the performance that I want to hit, I mean, I'm going to carry that kind of muscle. Um, I want to pull up really bad. I can do so many other things, but I cannot do a strict pull up. And I think that's just still a little bit of a body weight issue. Um, and I'm working with my coach on some other specific things, but uh, yeah, probably like 25 pounds, but I had to put a number on it. Awesome. And no doubt you'll get there. Are you still just losing weight slowly and steadily? Yeah. I mean, it's averaging, I've averaged about 10 pounds a month, which is about two to two and a half pounds a week. I mean, um, I tell people all the time when they ask me, that may be high for some people. For me, um, that is kind of, I think it's a healthy, slow and steady number. But I just don't, I always caution people to have number expectations. I'm sure you do. I think, you know, and I think that's true. It's, you know, the heavier you are, the faster you're going to lose. But, you know, 10 pounds a month, two pounds a, uh, a week is perfect because, like you said in the past, you fluctuated. No more fluctuations. This is the last time. That's the goal. And, and as you know, when, you, uh, when you're working out, CrossFit puts muscle on you. You know, muscle burns more calories even at rest. So uh, get some strength training in, and that'll help. Uh, that'll help. So with all that being said, what's your goal at the box? Do you want to do a pull-up? Any other? You said you have a competition coming in November. Yeah, yeah, and I'm doing the um, – I'm doing the scaled version, which is cool. I have a partner. We're going to go do a little team thing. Um, I don't have any. I don't have any big, huge, crazy goals right now. I mean, um, I want to get strict pull-ups. That's a that's a big thing that's eluding me right now. Um, I want to get over 350 on my deadlift. That's kind of like a, a little goal right now. Um, I mean, that's that's the only you know number of things I've got I've got right this minute yeah what about taking your CrossFit level one well I'm thinking about it I'm like it's one of those things I'm a little bit nervous about it I'm interested um it's just like starting CrossFit I think because it's always like people are like oh, I have to get this in shape to start CrossFit I think yeah. I have that mental block that like I have to be at this level before I can do that um, but yeah, it's definitely something that's uh, in the cards. It's kind of my 2019 goal. So. I think that's good. I always tell people, you know, everything is scalable. You'll be just fine at the seminar. You know, you'll be, you'll be great, but you also have to go when you feel confident and ready. So that's awesome. Well, we've been excited. You know, as soon as I saw your picture, like I said, it's really exciting for me. We work with a lot of people, you know, that wind up working with one of our coaches but it's cool to see that we have an impact on people that we don't even realize. Right. Yeah. So I appreciate you hopping on this call with me and we look forward to watching you on your journey and finding out how this competition goes next month. Yeah. Cool. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for reaching out. Just keep doing what you do. It makes a difference. Well, thank you very much. All right. Don't, I, I just, oops, I meant to,